Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, March 8th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here Monday, Tuesday afternoon, Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, Big Marcel? How's it going, man? Everything good, man. I'm happy to be back again and uh, looking forward to break down this card with you. It's, I think it's an amazing card, definitely for a fight night. In my opinion, on paper, it's the best fight night card so far we had in 2022. So, uh, yeah, a lot of bangers, man. There are a lot of fights where I'm like, this can be going to the judges, you know, and I'm not going to not gonna like uh, uh, jinx it or whatever, but that's really what I feel with a lot of fights. And you actually put out a tweet yesterday. You actually feel the same. So, I mean, looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, how are you, how are you doing, by the way, man? <laughs> Talking I'm, about... I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm looking forward to talking about this card. I, I'm good. Um, been, you know, researching the card. And there's some interesting fights on. We've got 14 fights, Marcel. So mm. might as well just get into it. Um, yeah. And when people, you know, join the chat, they can talk about the fights with us. Let me get these comments, and then we'll start the podcast. Got Joe, what's going on, man? Hype is here as well. We got Sun Collectibles. Does Sun Collectibles get a title fight? It's a good question to ask. Um, we'll talk about that fight later, obviously. Um, I just don't think the UFC is super like, high on Rakic right now for some reason. Like Because of the last two fights were kind of boring, honestly. The Santos fight and even the Smith fight was kind of boring too. So I feel like he's going to have to win another fight. Maybe he fights Ankolaev, you know? Because I, I don't know. Yuri and Glover are going to fight in, I think it's June now, right? That's been pushed back a little bit. Yeah. So... I think he's gonna have to fight again. That's my guess. But we'll talk about the fight in a few minutes here. I'm um, gonna go through the card. That's the last fight. Doug's here as well. What's going on, man? And Joe's here as well. <laughs> it's like going to a debate meeting. That's hilarious. It kind of is, right? Like we got the two heads, and we'll see how today's goes uh, as far as like you know different picks and stuff. But I'm, I, I have a feeling myself like this card is really good, and there's a lot of fights that can go either way. I think so. Yeah, I, I do think you. we're gonna have some different picks here. All right, let's start off with the first fight. According to UFCstats.com, we're going to work our way up. So 14 fights today, guys. We'll start with the first one. Light heavyweights, Tafan Nchukwi and Azamat Mirzakhanov. Interesting fight. Azamat Mirzakhanov, minus 175 right now. Tafan Nchukwi, plus 155. Should note that Nchukwi actually opened as the favorite. The line flipped. So now uh, Mirzakhanov's the favorite. Give me your thoughts on the fight, Marcel. What do you think of the line flipping now Azamat's the favorite? Do you think that's right? What do you think? I think it's right, personally. You know, I, I'm not really been impressed by Tefan Anchukwi so far, man, to be really honest. You know, I think uh, he, he he fought three times in the UFC, and he won against Mike Rodriguez and Jamie Pickett. And, I mean, it wasn't really impressive. One fight he lost to John Jung John Park. Majority decision. I thought it, would, it should have been just UD, in my opinion, but okay. Um, as I'm at uh, he had that uh, great win on the, on the contender series against a guy... He was supposed to beat and Matthias Scheffel, I think. But yeah, he, he got some other good wins, man. Other organizations, and don't forget, he knocked out Andre Muniz within a minute. You know, I know that's a middleweight, but but still, you know, it's a good win. And uh, I think Morsakanov has a pretty decent all-round game. Uh, I think his striking is better than his ground game, but he has a decent game, and I I expect him to finish and Chukwe as well. So I'm taking Morsakanov in the first round for a knockout. I'm with you guys. I, I'm surprised that the odds makers opened Tafan as the favorite here. I think that was wrong, and you've seen the line flip, and I think that people are on to Azamat. He should be favored, I think, in this fight. I mean, the guy is really dangerous, Marcel, really, isn't he? Like, I was impressed by his fight on, on Contender, obviously, getting that knockout. But, like, not only that, but like, he's got a knockout win over uh, Andre Meniz, guys. It's six years ago now, but it's still a great win to have on your record, right? Definitely, Especially with what definitely. Andre's doing. And that was just a brutal knockout. I mean, you watch the fight, it's quick, it's just... 
it's brutal. And since then, he's been beating other guys. He has a win over Kudo Vicente, in Vicente, former UFC fighter as well. I mean, this is a guy who has a lot of experience, Marcel. He's been fighting in the States, too, and Russia. Like, it's not like he was just one of these guys from Russia. Like, he was in the States. He was fighting in Ring of Combat years ago. Like, this is a guy that he's been fighting a long time, Marcel. 12 years of experience. And he's a guy that should have been in the UFC like three, four years ago, I think, to be honest with you, Marcel. Um, you know, Nachukwi is good, too. But I got to be honest with you guys. I'm a, I've been a little disappointed with him after the, the Contender Series. I thought that this guy was going to be something really special because that knockout on Contender was amazing. And since then, he's. Just been kind of meh in the UFC. No knockouts, all decisions. No, not not showing a lot of power in the UFC. He did draw Pickett, but since then just hasn't. I don't think he's looked great, honestly. Like he's been disappointing for me because I had such high hope for this guy. I think Burzakanov's just the better fighter at this point. I I think it's kind of a tough fight for for Tafon, to be honest with you. Um, it's going to be two strikers, but I think one guy's the bigger, stronger striker with more power. I'm going to go with Azamat and. You think he knocks him out, Marcel? It's probably, right? I mean, that's how he wins yeah. his fights. Yeah. I, I went with first round, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how he wins. Like, he, he mostly wins by knock. He does have a couple decisions here, but this fight, I feel like it probably plays to a knockout. Should be a good fight, but I like this guy's power, man, and, you know, I, I think the guy's pretty talented, so we'll see how he does in the UFC. i uh, got some comments here. Joe likes Azamat. Hey, what's up, Alex? Uh, fast hands. I think he's talking about Azamat. I mean, they're freaking fast There's no and powerful, too, right? Azmat's farther ahead. I agree completely. I'm with you guys. I think we're on the same page here, guys. Azmat's the yeah. pick in this one, guys. Um, he's he's the better fighter right now, and he should win this fight. So seems like we have a consensus picker, and you know the price is not bad minus 175. Um, you know would have liked to get him at plus 125, which is what he opened at somehow. But you know that's a cheap price. It's really not that expensive. So definitely some guy to consider. All right, let's go back to oh this guy's saying you know, uh, we're just kind of popping. He he did test positive at some point, right? Uh, was it you saw? Not, you know. Did he? Uh, or he made, he got signed by the UFC like I think three or four years ago, and he got yes. released uh, for because he had a two years USADA suspension, I think. Yeah, in 2019 he got signed, and yeah, and it was a two year suspension, like you said. It was in 2017, yeah. so um, he was supposed to fight Joachim Christensen in his Christensen, yeah. That guy was garbage. He would have destroyed him. <laughs> He was terrible. I'm sorry, but he was so bad. <laughs> did Chris did fight Dominic Reyes instead? I what was it? I think. Uh, I don't know. Or he might have fought. Yeah, he fought uh, Dominic Reyes. Yeah. And got out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything easier than that guy. But yeah. All right. So we got the consensus picker. Let's go to the next fight, guys. Chris Butino and Guido Canetti at bantamweight. Um, interesting fight. Minus one fifty Butino, plus one thirty Canetti. I want to hear your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Who do you think wins this one? Yeah, that's a weird ass fight, right? <laughs> um, so, by the way, shout out to uh, Alex Bahunin, who is always here in the chat. Uh, he had an interview with Chris Chris Moutinho, and Chris Moutinho apparently has uh, dyed his hair. Let me say something. Hold on. Anita, my fiance, yeah, she's yeah. Portuguese. So she's like, last year when he followed Mali, she's like, oh, he's Portuguese. I'm like, how do you know? And she's like, his name, his last name is Moutinho. That's a Portuguese last name. I'm like, oh, okay. Right? So she's a big fan of the guy. Now, even though he got his ass kicked. So I sent him, I sent, I sent her the clip, Alex, of of you interviewing her and talking about the, the hair. And she's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that's what I got. I got a cool out of her. Anyway, sorry, Marcel, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the, th the thing here is, you know, people only remember Moutinho most fans because of the Sean O'Malley fight. Mm -hmm. Dude is pretty decent, man. He fought in the in the regional scene. I mean, decent if you compare it to Kennedy, in my opinion. You know, Kennedy, 42 years of age. He looked not bad in the Mano Martinez fight last time out, which could have gone his way as well. 
But I don't. I, I just think his time in the UFC is up. To be really honest, man, you know he is very aggressive. You know, but I don't really see anything from him. And Chris Moutinho, um, he fought O'Malley, and he brought it to the third round. And I still think it was bullshit that it got stopped the fight. You know, but he was too tough for his own good. Pretty much, you can compare it to Mukanyo against RDA, but. I think the the Sean O'Malley Moutinho fight was a little bit more terrible. You know what I mean? If it comes to uh, absorbing strikes, but I still feel like he can beat Kennedy, man. I think Kennedy is one of the least least good fighters in the division. You know, and I don't think Moutinho was a high end whatever, but I think he can win against him. So um, if he can tough it out, he can win it. So I'm going with a decision win for Chris Moutinho here. I'm making yeah. your fiance happy. Yeah, I know she'll be happy, right? I mean, he better win for her because um, he's going to have the uh, the Portuguese flag with him. Uh, well, I agree with what you said. I mean, these are probably the worst two guys in the division. I hate to say it. I'm not trying to be negative because you know these guys are worked their asses off to get here. But like, one guy's eight and six, one guy's nine and five. I'm not really sure if either guy should be in the UFC. That's my honest opinion of myself. You know, because this division's amazing, the bantamweight division, and these guys are kind of just very mediocre. You know, Moutinho, listen. I give the guy a lot of credit because he took a ton of damage in that fight. And I really do think the fight should have went the distance. And I don't think Herbie should have stopped it. Should have given him that just almost like win in a way of saying, hey, I went the distance in that fight. So I'll, I'll give him that, right? But I'll be honest with you, Marcel. I watched a lot of his fights. They're on Fight Pass, a couple like the Gravely fight, the Johnny Campbell fight. I, this guy's not that good, man, honestly. He's really not that good, guys. I hate to say it because he's a tough dude and everything. But he's just he's an okay grinder kind of. And he's kind of tough. And that's it. Like, he doesn't have a lot of power um, and really doesn't have any good wins on his resume either. I mean, he he's one of these guys that loses when he steps up in competition. It's just he's getting a very winnable fight here in Kennedy, a guy who's like 43 years old, 42 years old, excuse me. And he's been in the UFC for eight years and only has seven fights. I mean, this guy fights less than once a year, and he has a losing record in the UFC. He's been getting knocked out. He's just, he's just a fade. You want to fade this guy against anyone, right? The problem is, though, I thought he looked really good in his last fight against Manny Martinez. I got to be honest with you guys. He looked good in that fight. He looked pretty good, and he almost won the fight. It was a split decision. He could have won. And had he beaten Manny Martinez, who's a really good prospect, I mean, that's that's a big win, you know? So uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards Moutinho because he's the younger guy, and he's 29 compared to 42, and that's a huge difference. But honestly, Marcel, he's not good. And if he loses, it would not surprise me. So I would stay away from this fight, guys. I would just stay away from it, but... I've got to go with Moutinho just due to the age advantage, basically. But he's not good, Marcel. Like, he's not that great. But I want to add something to that Kennedy fight. Uh, we have to take in mind that that fight happened right yeah, after uh, Mana Martinez coach uh, got uh, or uh, passed away. Yeah. So Mana Martinez, we don't know how he was there. Still, I, I, I see you're saying, but the guy performed decently well. You got to. Oh, he did. Little, he did. You but know? you know, I mean. I, I to be really honest, this fight shouldn't be in the UFC. No, but it shouldn't. I agree completely. This is like not even is this even Bellator qual like it's not a good fight, guys. I hate to say it. I'm not trying to rag on these guys because again, they've worked their, their asses off to get here, but I think the loser's getting cut, right? Would you say the loser gets cut? Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. That's yeah. that's definitely what I expect. Okay, and even if they if they if they both perform bad. Maybe they both got cut. You remember yeah. what's that fight last time with the two two girls, Vanessa Mello against Sarah Morass? Remember? Yeah, they both got cut after the fight. Yeah, because yeah, it was so bad. Who won the fight? Morass won, I think, a decision. I think Morass won it, but I think Mello deserved it. One of the well, two. They were both. They, they were, yeah, I know what you're saying. Glenn's. Uh, he's talking about Kennedy. He's just surprising another fight. Mitchell's going with Kennedy. I mean, I think it's possible. He is tough. He is tough. He is. 
But he, basically, he can't because he's tough, right? I mean, that's not really yeah. a good thing in this sport. I, I wouldn't parlay any of the two. In <laughs> I wouldn't touch this fight, guys. Honestly, I wouldn't even touch it. JPH, good to see you guys. Hey, you too, buddy. And this is going to be a good card, uh, good card to talk about. Hey, Dixon, what's up? Matias, not contender series level. Guida is 80 years old. Man, wait, years ugly fight. I agree. Yeah, Rotor's going Kennedy. I think it's possible. He's going with Guido, too. We got a lot of Guidos in the chat here, guys. And Rudy says 50 50. I think it's close, honestly. It's just, for me, you know, one thing I've had a lot of success in in, ge in general in MMA is, you know, picking the younger fighter against an older fighter. In this case, you got 29 against 42. So that's where I'm going with. It's that angle really alone because I think these guys are pretty, like, closely matched. And, you know, Marcel, honestly, like, you know, this guy's chain is going to go at some point, you know, Moutinho. He's going to get brutally knocked out at some point. I don't think this is the fight, but would it really shock you guys if you did it? And Andrew mentioned the uh, Aaron Phillips fight. Yeah, I mean, even that guy is not that good. I mean, you know, it was a winnable fight, but like almost the guy at the bottom of the roster as well. These guys are all at the bottom of the roster. Whoever wins saves their job. Whoever loses gets cut, I think. Um, let's go to the next fight. I think this, honestly, I feel like the same way about this fight. I think the loser probably gets cut in this one too. Cody Brundage against Dalcha Louis Boer. We did say it was a great card. And I think it is a great card, but the, these fights are, are some of like the weaker ones, I'd say, in the card. I... To be honest with you, this is probably the weakest fight in the car, I'd say, Marcel. Brodage versus Lujia and Limbula. Um, stylistically, I think this kind of plays out to a grind. We got, right now, the odds. It's basically a pick of minus 120, Dalcha, and plus 100, Cody Brundage. I'll give my pick first, and I'll get yours, Marcel, for this one. Sure. I think this is one of the hardest fights on the card to call, guys. Honestly, I think it's very mm -hmm. difficult. I would just stay away from this one as well. Um, I don't see a huge edge in either guy. You know, Dalcha, he is training at Sanford now, which is good for him. Um, he's trained with Mark Andre Bear, who just beat him in his last fight, which I like to see. I mean, it's always good when a guy loses someone. And he's like, you know what? Can I learn from you? Can I get better? That's cool. I think the guy's he's done okay in the UFC two and two. I think he has found the right weight class at one eighty five. So I think you know his strength should play into this division. And Brundage is a grinder wrestler type, right? He does have good cardio. Showed that against Maxwell third round, he won the fight, but ran the round. Excuse me, he didn't win the fight. Lost the first two rounds. I just don't see any striking at all from this guy. I, I think he's got really weak striking and. He's only a grinder, so he basically has to out-wrestle Dalcha, but Dalcha's got good judo background, good strong hits, hard to get down to the ground. I, I think it's a very, very competitive fight. I am leaning towards Dalcha slightly to win a decision here, Marcel. I think he can kind of keep it standing and kind of grind this guy out against the fence a little bit, but, I mean, it's it's very competitive. What do you think? I feel the same way, man. Um, if you look at Dalcha, um, he has won two fights in the UFC, but, I mean, I haven't been... I remember when he got signed, people were like, oh, my God, this is the next big thing. E EFC champion uh, from South Africa is going to do great. I haven't been really impressed, to be really honest. I don't think he's a bad fighter at all, but I, I, I'm just not really impressed, you know. And um, I, I always look back to his uh, knockout against Alan Bodo <laughs> when I knocked him out. He fell face flat on the ground. Um, Cody Brandich. Yeah, he, he had a good third round against Nick Maximoff, remember, in the short notice debut, but he lost the first two, so he, he lost the fight. Um, contender Series, he fought twice on, on the Contender Series. Uh, or one time he fought in the Contender Series, he lost to William Knight, and he was supposed to fight another time, but he got signed by the UFC. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm also going with Lunjambula. Um, hmm, will he finish him? I don't know. Maybe you'll finish him, man. I mean, well, I think, finished I, him like a tender series. Possible, yeah, right? I, I think how longer the fight goes, it is a favor probably of Brundage, you know, and not of Lunjambula. So I'm going with I'm going with a TKO in the second round for Dalcha. Yeah. Here you go. So he's going with the knockout here. Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, 
like I said, I think it's a competitive fight. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Brothers won this one, Marcel. That's mm-hmm. my honest that's my honest opinion, guys. That's why I'm the same way. But it does seem like we have pretty, you know, so we're pretty sol- uh, solidified here on uh, Adultra winning. And it seems like a lot of the comments were, were on Zoom. Let me get some of these comments, actually. You got Joe likes him. Epic new meme likes him. Glenn likes him as well. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm thinking that's the right pick here. But again, Brundage is he's a decent grinder. You know, like if this Dalcha guy, if the weight cuts hard, he could. You know, here's how I look at the fight. I think Brundage will probably win the third round, but I have Dalcha winning the first two. That's what I think. But if the second round is close, you know, could swing it the other way. That's kind of how I'm looking at this fight. If there's no finish, because there could be an awkward, obviously. All right, let's go to the next fight. Sabina Mazur gets Miranda Maverick. She's taking a fight on short notice and is a big favorite despite that. Minus 320, Miranda Maverick, plus 260 on Sabina Mazo. So what do you think about this one, man? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Sabina Mazo probably knows she has to win this fight to stay in the UFC, I think, to be really honest. If you look at Miranda Maverick, uh, she lost her last two, but actually she lost her last. I still think she beat Macy Barber. Man, I think that was a really a bad decision. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I've been impressed by Maverick. But not in her Blanchfield fight, you know. But the thing is, I think Aaron Blanchfield is a very special athlete and a very has a very bright future in the UFC. And so has Maverick. But I think Blanchfield is better. When you saw him in the last fight, mm-hmm. if you look at Maz, if you look at Mazo, um, man, I I finally thought, man, uh, at, at a certain way after the Morose, uh, she lost to Morose and then she won three in a row. I was like, she finally got it back, you know. And then losing to Davis. Was not it was not a, uh, a how do you say that a blowout but it was pretty close, but the Agapova fight was bad man it was really bad you know she got totally dominated got knocked down, pro- probably for like ninety five percent knocked out and then she got submitted, um, yeah, I feel like going with Maverick man I think Maverick can do some damage I think she can get her to the ground and we all know Maso has a problem when she gets to the ground you know, and I think Maverick is uh, that's a strong game actually so. Uh, I'm not going with a finish here, but I'm taking Maverick, and I think she decisions her. Yeah, I, I've, I have the same pick in this one, too. Uh, I think Maverick, you know, is just a better fighter. I know she's looked, you know, not so great. Well, I, I thought she beat Barbara, too, so to be fair there. But in the Blanchfield fight, she didn't look good, you know. But this is just a different fight. Blanchfield's going to be a lot of girls in this division because her grappling is just so heavy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see that under Mazo at all. I don't see any, like, I mean, she had that one submission with Kish. We'll give her that. But in general, she's not a grappler. She's a striker. She wants to stay in a trade with you, but no power. She has no power at all, Marcel. Like, really. She did show head kick knockouts in LFA before the UFC, but since coming to the UFC, has not shown that ability at all. She has not shown any sort of ability to finish the fight, except for, again, the Kish fight. I've been really disappointed by her, man. i got to be honest with you. She is young. She's only 24, but so is Maverick. They're both 24, right? So they're both super young. And, you know, I think they could both improve and get better, but I think they both have flaws now. Maverick, clearly, you know, she gets put, he can get put in her back. We saw that in Blanchfield, right? So she's got to work on that. But Mazo also can get put in her back and she can get stopped too. I just see the toughness as being an issue because the last fight, man, you know, Marcel, like getting dropped in the finish like that was not a good look. And again, losing the 40 year old, basically, Alexis Davis is not a good look either. Um, 38 year old, I should say, but. I just haven't been impressed by Mazur. I'm going to go with Miranda Maverick. The, the, the line's a little high for a short-nosed fight. We'll say that. But I think she grinds her out, man. Decision, Miranda Maverick. What's the odds on this, guys? Minus 120. I mean, that seems like the way to go, but I don't like playing um, juice on props. So, I, you know, if anything, you know, just take her straight. But let me, let me go with these. Uh, or, you know, if you want to parlay her, maybe. I think a lot of people will probably parlay her. That's what, it's, that's what I wanted to say. 
By the way, the last fight, Rock Tucker likes Brundage. Joe likes Maverick. This guy, Duck Dixon, St. Brundage, maybe too. Mazzo, we got our Mazzo here. Feel bad for Mazzo going from Bomb to Maverick. Man, she would have beat Bomb. Bomb is terrible. I'm sorry, Marcel, but she's not good. <laughs> Mark, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. No, it's no problem, man. No problem. <laughs> I know you had some high hopes for her before she came and she was just yeah, like, uh, yeah. Gets destroyed by a Lipsky. Miranda, I think, wins. Fight with Macy's. She should have won that fight. Yeah, that's right. Give us a like. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I think if she could work the jab and like kick, she might win a decision. Maybe. I don't know, man. She's just, I don't really like her going into parlay. I think so, too. Very pitter-patter, caliber without a ground game. I kind of agree with that. But, yeah, no, that's something to mention. She has been training with Glover Teixeira, so that's cool. But I think it's only been a few weeks, right? Like, I think she needs a couple of years, like, of training on the ground, guys. You know, and I thought she's been doing that because she was at, like, King's MMA and some other gyms. But I don't know how fast her ground game's learning. And, you know, the, the more she goes on in the UFC, you got to wonder, like, is she really a complete MMA fighter? Or is she more of, like, a striker that maybe will want to just do Muay Thai or something in the future? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I, I haven't been impressed by her lately, Marcel. i got to be honest. Mazzo's been very disappointing to me. That fucking decision pissed you off. You know what, man? I was I remember last year I was like on a roll, and that decision really like it went. I went downhill after. It was so weird. It was like everything was going good, and I remember watching the thinking, man, man, this is just this is this is easily Maverick's fight, and then she lost. And I remember being like really bothered by that one. So it wasn't a good one. This guy like who says he likes uh, he likes Mazo by decision? Maybe what's the odds on that actually? Because like if she wins, it would be by decision. Let's be honest. Plus four fifty. Well, plus four fifty guys. So if you do like Mazo, I think that's the way to go decision i think this fight goes the distance either way i'll say that just it seems like it plays out towards a, a decision type fight all right let's go to the next fight here this is another interesting one marcel camuela kirk against damon jackson very close fight here literally minus 110 each so it's a pick em. it's the closest fight on the whole card what do you think man i mean this is not an easy fight to call so what do you think if your last name is kirk and you don't go with captain <laughs> it's your nickname what what can i say you know mm -hmm. um yeah, Kirk came from the LFA, right? Um, that is short, I think short notice, right, with Makona Mercani in uh, June last year. Yeah, he won that fight for a decision. I scored it from Mercani. So did I. But, I, I, I did too, Marcel. I'm, I'm still not sure if this guy should have won that fight. I got to be honest with you guys. Go ahead. Yeah, I scored it from Mercani. So, um, yeah, what, what, what can you say? You know, um, if we look at Damon Jackson. To be really honest, man, I think Damon Jackson is an underrated guy, man. I think me and many people think Damon Jackson isn't that great, but Damon Jackson wins fights as well. He, he pretty he has losses on his record, but against really good competition, man, against Topuria, against Bovrit Kaibulaev, against uh, Kevin Aguilar when Aguilar did very well in the LFA when he was champion. Um Damon Jackson is okay, and I, I really like what he showed in the Charles Rosa fight last time. You remember he got that huge cut uh, 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 that uh, Rosa yeah. uh, uh, did in the third round, and uh, even that, he fought through it, you know, and he, he looked very good. The back he tried, uh, he was losing, and he came back with a guillotine choke, beautiful win. Um, I have more uh, confidence in picking Jackson here than I do in Kirk, you know. I wasn't impressed with Kirk. Uh, and I think uh, Mach 1, you know, Mach 1 goes for a takedown. Damon Jackson can do that better, you know. I think Damon Jackson can do that better. I think Damon Jackson via decision here. I think he wins the fight. Yeah, this is an interesting fight. I, I like this fight actually a lot. Um, so I'll just break down both guys in my opinion anyways. You know, starting with Kirk, I think Kirk's really good, guys. I got to be honest with you. I think he's a really decent fighter. Like, he's got good striking. He has a decent ground game. Like, on his back, he can be put there, which is a problem. We'll talk about in a second. But... He can go for submissions, and he has a lot of submissions. Resume. I like the guy. I think he's good. He's young. 
Um, interesting guy. His like parents own an MMA gym, so he's grown up in MMA. He's been doing MMA his whole life because his parents literally own a gym. So this guy's been born into martial arts. He's been doing his whole life, and I think he's a good fighter. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think he beat Macwanen. You know, looking at the numbers, guys, the strike count was very close, twenty-eight to twenty. But Macwanen had five takedowns in six minutes, seven minutes almost of control, and still lost the decision due to eight strikes more. I mean. Mm-hmm. I understand it's significant strikes. I should say there was more strikes on the bottom, I guess, from from Kirk. He did land quite a few total strikes, but I'm not sure about the decision. I just it doesn't really matter though. At the end of the day, I look at a guy that got taken down and held down for six and a half minutes of that fight against Macwan, and I look at Dame Jackson as a better grappler with more gas in the tank. This guy doesn't get tired. That's the thing, right? Like he's just they call him the leech because he grabs you and that doesn't let you go. And he doesn't get tired, man. He can go for 15 minutes hard easily. Um it's an interesting fight, Marcel, but I, I'm leaning towards Jackson to use his grappling here. That's what I'm thinking is happening. So, I mean, it's close. It's definitely close, and Kirk is very good. So if he keeps his fight on the feet, he's going to win the fight. But I think Jackson can grind him out, man, push him against the fence, take him down, help, hold him down, make life miserable for this guy, and grind out a decision. You know, Jackson, most of his wins are by sub, but Kirk is very, very tough, I think. And uh, I kind of feel like he's just going to grind him out. It's kind of look like the uh, the last fight with, with Rosa. Um, a little bit like that. That's what I think. Um, but I gotta be honest, guys. You know this dude's very dangerous, and you know he keeps it on the feet. He has a chance to to win by knockout. So, let's get these comments. Let's see what you guys think. Guys, going with Kirk. Uh, actually, gotten sparring with Damon. He's actually pretty good and tough. No, he's solid for sure. Um, Damon's very good, man. He's in the UFC. He's a good fighter. Jackson's game seems to revolve in grappling. Kirk did hang well with Amber Connie. I think Kerr is a better ball win, but Jackson's a better resume and consistency. I kind of agree with that too. Um, Kirk, Bruno, not Bruno Silva, Bruno Santos. Bruno Santos, different guys. Um, and he should have won that fight, yes. Kirk, greasy decision, possibly. Plus for uh, Jackson, yeah, I liked him as a dog better than his, well, it's a pick him now, but I, I did like him as a dog. Um, I think he opened as, let me, let me try. I think he opened as the favorite. Yeah, he did. And then the line flipped. They became the dog and outs even again. Anyways, we'll see what happens. But I'm leaning towards Damon Jackson, Marcel. What do you say? A decision or, or a submission? What do you think? Yeah, I'm going with a, with a decision, man. Yeah, that's what we're both saying here. So what's the odds on that? Uh, plus 200. It's not bad. It's not bad. That's what I think happens. It should be a good fight. I think Kirk's good. So you know, he's a younger guy. He's, he's talented. But I, I think Jackson's a very good grappler, man. You know, that's a that's a skill that's – he's got that skill, like that type of grappling where he doesn't he doesn't get tired either, you know? It's a very good skill to have at this high level. Trevin Jones versus Javid Basharat. Can't wait to talk about this one with you, Marcel. Uh, great fight. You got Basharat. He is the favorite here, minus 140. Trevin Jones, plus 120. Let me start with this one off, Marcel. So you guys know I like Trevin Jones a lot. I mean, he's he's a guy I made some money off of in the UFC. I had him against Batista, who's a big underdog. But, you know, the last fight was kind of disappointing as Saeed Yokov, right? It kind of showed me that, you know, maybe he had that like career best performance or even the Valia fight. That was kind of like the peak of his career. And, He's kind of going back to that guy that's really what he's been his whole career, which is basically like an inconsistent guy. He's 13 and 7, right? Very inconsistent. I, I do think some of these losses he's had early in his career with split decisions where fights could have gone either way. But I look at that last fight, it was disappointing, Marcel. I'm just being honest. You know, I think a, a guy like Kakramana being able to control him against the cage and again that submission, it was a it was a great finish by him, but it just showed to me that Jones has holes in his game. And Basharat, I mean, the guy looked absolutely unreal in contender series like someone one of the best performances ever in contender series never lost pretty much destroys everyone he's massive for this weight class takes you down holds you down beats you up i like javid basharat in this fight marcel i like him quite a bit man i gotta be honest with you i think he can submit 
Trevin Jones. Trevin Jones is a good uh, grappler too, but he just got submitted. He's been submitted a few times. I think it's possible this guy subs him out just based on what I saw. Um, it should be a good fight. I think it's going to be one of the better fights in the card, but I'm going with Javid Basharat, man. That's, that's my pick in this one, Marcel. What do you think? And just when I think we're going to have a difference here, we don't have a difference. So, um, yeah, I feel the same way, man. I was impressed with Javid Basharat. Uh, in the contender series is actually a fun story man um now fun not really fun but uh, his opponent called him a terrorist right at the weigh-ins the mm-hmm. israeli guy the oran mm-hmm. kalan so um he went in that fight and then in the first round <coughs> of that contender series right he could have stopped him with punches on the ground and pound but he stopped at a certain moment of time and uh, he finished him in the last minute of the third round via guillotine, guillotine choke so i i went asking uh, to people uh, who know him, like, couldn't he have stopped him in the first round? They said, yeah, he could have stopped him, but he wanted to give him some extra punishment, so he let him get out of the round. Yep. So uh, he fa- so that's crazy to me, man, if you can do that on that level, you know? And um, he looked great. Uh, Trevor Jones, good fighter, man. Uh, I-, I think he has looked phenomenal as well. You see, not against Saito Kukakramanov, obviously. Um, the Valiev fight has still an asterisk between, uh, after it for me, but... Um, he has looked. He has looked solid so far, but I think uh, Styles uh, Styles makes style, fight. Do you say that Styles uh, make fights? Yeah, Styles make fights. Actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I think Basharat has the style to uh, to win this fight against uh, Trevin Jones. Yeah, and I also see him getting a submission. Maybe, man, would I would have been surprised with that. So uh, I'm also taking a submission win for Basharat. I'm going with the third round again. There we go. Yeah, I think it's possible for sure. Uh, like I, I like Trevor Jones, you know, but every matchup's different. I think Javid, he's a bigger guy. I think he'll be a little bit stronger in, in the clinch, and I think he can, you know, use his grappling. So we'll see what happens. Get some comments. Um, Trevor by knockout, five star. Uh, we'll see, guys. I'm just telling you guys. I bet on him last year against Murray Batista plus two hundred, and I liked him in that fight. The spot I'm not sure about. How much talking could have won over Orlin guy? It's not a great win. Just the way he beat him, though. It's not who he beat. It's the way he beat him, Marcel, for me. The mm-hmm. way he beat that dude down was just yeah. unreal. And not only that, but he's got some decent wins, you know, from before the UFC. Not great, but decent. I, the guy's never lost. He hasn't really shown any holes in this game. We'll see. And maybe this is the fight where he gets knocked out. It's possible. Definitely possible, but I don't think so. Emily Rosso might be impressed with these contender series guys are green. They are. Trevin, I mean, obviously he's fought higher competition. I don't think anyone's doubting that, but we have to project these guys. And, you know, this guy's only 26, Marcel. I think he can get better. That's the thing, right? Like, he's super young. And I don't know how long he's been even training in, like, extreme couture for. I'd imagine it's not that that many years. So I think this guy can get really good. But, you know, I think it is fair to say that, you know, in general, contender series guys have been green and they've they haven't even had the best record, but there's been some guys that have been really special. I think this guy could be one of them. All right, let's go to the next fight. J.J. Aldrich against Jillian Robertson, Marcel. Um, yeah. Odds for this one. Robertson, minus 135, plus 115. Aldrich, what do you think? <coughs> yeah, man. Um, if you, J, Yeah, I have my phone my uh, thing on. Uh, J.J. Aldrich, um, I also feel like she's very underrated in the division. You know, actually, I got I got the same feeling for JJ Aldridge as I have for da- Damon Jackson. Both are very underrated. Uh, if you look at Robertson, Robertson gets much more hype behind her. You know, um, but I, I gotta say, man, Ro- Robertson, she's she's okay. She fights well against the 
less uh, how do you say that uh the, the less great opponents in my opinion but if she gets step up in competition she doesn't show it man against for example she didn't show it against uh, against macy barber remember that and uh, also against miranda maverick so um now jj aldrich it's a, it's a difficult one man you know i think jj aldrich is a, is a pretty decent but also not super great you know she 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 doesn't how do you say that I, i'm really stumbling for some reason i don't know why um she's not really good at one thing she's very an overall she's very basic i think jj Aldridge, and there's no disrespect um i feel like we'll be a close fight man and i feel like robertson probably gets a win here you know but uh, I, I don't i don't expect it to be a great fight to be really uh, to be really honest i think she wins a decision but yeah well, we have some disagreeing finally, so that's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm I'm completely sold on Aldridge here, but I do think she could win this fight. Honestly, I, I think she can win it because Robertson's so one-dimensional, guys. Like she has no striking at all, none, just like absolutely none. If this fight takes place in the feet, she's gonna lose, and it just really comes down to: Do I think Aldridge can stop the takedown or not? And really, that's what it comes down to, Marcel. And you know, for me, um, I think it's very possible she can. You know, I know Robertson's obviously a great grappler, guys. We all know that. But Aldrich, you know, is sol- she's first off, she's solid. And she's underrated, too, Marcel. Like you said, she's 6-3. and three. It's a pretty solid record. It's not bad. I look at the camp she's training with, guys. She's training at such a good camp, right? She's training with Rose, training with Pennington, um, Miranda Mavericks there. All these girls are there. They're, getting, they're all getting better together. And, you know, I'm assuming she's been drilling her takedown defense like absolute crazy in this fight camp for this fight, um, I would hope. You know, I think it's going to be a competitive fight. If Robertson gets a takedown, she'll win the fight. But I think JJ can be sneaky here, keep it on the feet. And she's a decent striker, man. She's not too bad. Um, I think she could win a decision here. So I'm going with the uh, the upset here, Marcel. I'm going to go with uh, JJ Aldridge by decision. Definitely yeah. a close fight, but I, I think she can win a decision here. So that's plus 225. That's not bad odds at all. Let me get some comments. Good women's matchup. It's not bad. Robertson by sub decision. I, I mean, if she's going to win, that's how she'll do it. JJ, there you go. Crazy amount of support for Robertson. I have JJ Aldridge. Me too. I think she wins the decision. It's close, but that's the way I'm leaning. All right, let's go to the next fight here. The last prelim, Matthew Semelsberg against AJ Fletcher. I mean, what is it going to take for Semelsberg to get like a name? To <laughs> like, I think all- Fletcher's a good prospect, right? Like, he's very good. And this fight's going to be a good one. But Marcel, I thought that after the last fight, they were going to be like, all right, you beat all these guys at the bottom. Now it's time to get a you know step up. So, well, he lost the uh, chaos. I'll be fair. Yeah. But- you know, he's 3-1. and one. He's good. Anyways, the odds for this fight, not surprising. Sam of the Jedi is a big favorite, minus 240, plus 200 AJ Fletcher. So pretty big favorite here, Marcel. Um, and I think it's just – I'll start off. I think it's completely justified. I mean, the guy's been destroying people in the UFC. You know, like he's – it's not just he's been beating people up like Fletcher has, who's been looking good on Contender Series, some other, like, you know, lower-ranked shows. Like this guy's in the UFC doing this. Two knockouts in less than 30 seconds is pretty crazy, right? Like, that's pretty insane. He did lose to Chaos Williams, but that's not a bad loss to have at all. And looks decently better, you know, since then. I just look at Fletcher being, you know, you talk about these, you know, green fighters earlier. This guy's very green, in my opinion, you know. Um, I just, it really hasn't fought anyone that good. Um, I mean, this guy's talented, though, so... Honestly, Marcel, I mean, it's possible you could pull it off. It's possible. I just – I don't see it, though. I think Semelsberger probably finishes him. So maybe Semelsberger might knock out here. What are you thinking, Mar- Marcel? 
I'm with you, man. I think the UFC doesn't respect Samuelsberger enough, man. He should get it. I also for Fletcher, man. How give you do you give him Samuelsberger in his debut? Um, I mean, maybe the UFC is like he didn't get past Chaos Williams, but the fight was competitive, I think. So, um, I, I Chaos clearly won, don't get me wrong, but I, t- I had a two to one if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, it's it's for me, it's like I really like Samuel the Jedi, man. I think he's a great fighter. Um, yeah, I see him winning this fight. Will it be tough? Maybe because AJ Fletcher isn't a bad fighter at all, you know. But um, I, I'm taking Samuelsberger. I think he finishes him in the second round via TKO. Yeah, that's that's where we're going with this one. Um, Samuelsberger right knocker. I think so too. He's better. Call. He is good. He's very good. Oh, Alex has got a, a little tip here. Mavericks offered to fight JJ for Mazza with the teammates. Yeah, I don't. They're not going to fight each other. The whole camp, like I said, they're they're all, all these girls are training together. It's good to see. All right, that's it for the prelims. Get to the main card. Uh, opening up the main card is an absolute banger of a middleweight fight between Bruno Silva and Alex Perea. I mean, you talk about someone getting knocked out. I think this is almost a guarantee in this fight myself. Alex yeah. Perea minus one eighty. Bruno Silva plus one fifty eight. What do you think, man? I, I've seen a lot of different opinions about this fight, so I, I'm curious to hear your breakdown about this one because it's a very interesting fight. So, what do you think? So the funny thing is, if you look at Alex Pereira, he's a former two-division champion of glory. Um, he has a very limited ground game. We saw that in the Andreas Michalidis fight, you know, and uh, he came back in the second round, knocked him out. But on the other hand, Silva also has in the great ground game, you know. he has. He's a, I think he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. But uh, if you look at his record, he never won a fight via submission. Uh, when he gets finished, it's via, it's via submission, I think. Is, am I correct? Uh, mostly. Who, wait, who are you asking about? Sorry, Silva. Yeah, what, what are you saying though? What you, what you if doing? he gets finished in his fights. Oh, if, yeah, how he loses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Well, you know what? Honestly, Tapali doesn't really have. Let me check on Sherdog because they have a better breakdown. A lot of the fights, his early ones are mixing on Tapali. Sherdog mm-hmm. said five submission losses. Yes. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he gets finished, it's mostly via submission. Never been finished via knockout, and I think like nineteen of his twenty-two wins came by knockout. You know, so <laughs> this fight screams knockout. The thing is. Um, People think that it's probably not smart for Silva to stand with Pereira, but it's MMA. It's not kickboxing, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know for sure, man. Um, people will heavily bet. I, th- I still think people will heavily bet on Pereira, but I feel like there is a way for, for Silva to win the fight, you know? And even with a stand-up, you know? Um, Pereira is super technical. We got to say that. And he hits hard, man. Um I, for me, it's a difficult pick. People will probably see this say, like, how can you not pick clearly Pereira? But the thing is, there is probably no takedown threat in this fight for Silva, you know, and also not for Pereira. So I don't have to take that in consideration. Um, I still think Pereira is a little bit more technical, you know, and that's why he probably will win. But there is a chance that Silva touches him and he wins. Wouldn't be surprised at all, but I'm going with Pereira on this one. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, to me, like, it's, it's going to be a stand-up fight. You just kind of have to decide who the better striker is, more effective striker. And MMA is different than kickboxing. So this guy only needs to land one shot, and he can do it. But I, I still I still think that, or I know that, Pereira is such a high-level striker. And, you know, the last fight you saw, he just needed that space for, like, one second and got that win, right? So yeah. I got to go with Pereira, man. I have to, but I don't think I can bet on him here because Bruno's been killing guys in the UFC. He's been looking great, and... 
are still the odds are a little bit high. It's almost two to one here. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, this is a close, pretty close fight. And again, I'm going to fight with the guy who's the, the higher level striker on paper. But again, these fights do not take place on paper. And pray it. We how could we not talk about how disappointing he was in that last fight? I mean, for the first round, right? Like he looked amazing for the 18 seconds. People seem to forget that. Yeah, he looked awful. Like so. Mm-hmm. Does this guy Silva just kind of try to wrestle him? Maybe that's what he tries to do. Maybe he, mm-hmm. maybe this fight does not play out like we think, Barcelona. He just yeah, goes to the ground instead, right? Maybe. I hope it's just going to take place in the feet and someone gets knocked the hell out, but it's going to be interesting. Let me get some comments here, guys, about this one. Alex by murder. There we go. Bruno all day. Well, we got a different opinion there. Perea, Perea, Perea. Silva Perea might be a hardest fight. I don't think Silva attempts to grapple him. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he concludes his way to win, too. That's exactly because that's what Michelides did, right? At least for the first round. Um, Charlie still will be stupid enough to stand here. I mean, that's the question. Maybe he takes him to the ground. Maybe he does. So to win the ground, he takes a nap. On McLeod's got him down. Bruno Silva's massive. True. This guy's saying Fletcher, the odds are, they are a little wide. I kind of agree with that. Um, over under is one and a half rounds. Yeah, because they're kind of expecting us an early knockout, right? I hate betting on over half, uh, one and a half rounds or over under one and a half rounds. Give me two and a half rounds anytime. Um, Silva's so six-inch reach man. Silva's knocked on the tough season he was on. Silva seems to rely on more and volume than Perea's explosive. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm leaning towards Perea, too. I, I am. I am. Um, but this guy's right, too. Kishiro's right, man. I, 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 You know, if he mixes it up, Marshall, he probably is more complete fighter, right? Like, And we know he's got heavy grounded pound, guys. Like, he's got super heavy grounded pound. So if he gets to the ground, he can win. But, again, if he takes place on the feet, I don't see how he wins the fight, Marcel. You know, because this guy's just... He's so I, dangerous on the on the feet. Per, per I feel his his mindset is he has twenty two wins, nineteen KOs, and the others are decisions. His mindset is you're right. Why would he start wrestling now? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, but maybe it is a little more. So that's what. Yeah, that's the beauty true. of the sport. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of my turn to Damian Maya is possible. Silva here, twenty eight fights, has to go to takedowns. Yeah, I mean, you, you if he fights with strategy, fights smart. That's the way he fights. But I can't just assume he's going to grapple all of a sudden. You know what I mean? If it takes place in the field, I go with the guy who's the higher level strikers for you. All right, next fight: Drew Dober against Terrence McKinney. McKinney on short notice, filling in here. Interesting fight, man. And odds interesting for this one too. Minus one sixty five Dober, plus one forty five McKinney. What do you think, Marcel, in this fight? Yeah, man. Uh, we saw McKinney two weeks ago, right? Again, Faraz Yam. He looked really good. Uh, got the win via rear naked choke submission in the first round. But Dober is a difficult opponent, man. And definitely if you're uh, – McKinney's still young in the UFC and Dober's much more experienced in the UFC, you know. Uh, we know Dober lost his last two fights against Makachev and against Riddell. But at the same time, would McKinney win against Makachev and Riddell? Questionable, definitely the Makachev one. So um, the thing here is before that, Dober looked great, man. Only had that loss to Darius in seven fights. And that was a fight he was winning until Darius grabbed his arm and got the arm bar. Um, McKinney, uh, four wins last year, knockout. Uh, quickest uh, UFC win last year uh, against Matt Frivola, that knockout in seven seconds. And now a second win recently. Um, I feel like McKinney is a great fighter, but. Dober has experience, man. Um, Dober can go three hard rounds, has great cardio. Um, I, I picked Dober here, man. I think Dober gets a decision win. Yeah, I mean, Dober is really good. Both guys are great. This is a great fight, too. I like this fight a lot. Um, you know, it's unfortunate Glenn got hurt. I gotta be honest with you guys, I really like Ricky Glenn there in that fight because he's just he matches Dober in the toughest cardio, right? At plus 200, I was gonna bet on Rick Glenn. I can't do it now. Ricky Glenn, I should say. 
you know, it's a different fight, obviously. It's a different matchup, different fight. But, you know, McKinney took no damage in the last fight. He's still in shape. It's almost like he had it's like it's like he had a camp just for a different guy. Um, you know, Dober is a decent fighter, but he's been in the UFC a long time. He has a lot of losses, man. I've been watching the guy fight for like 10 years now. He's been submitted so many times to Marcel. Terrence is special, guys. You can have that ground game and striking. I wish he had a full camp specifically for Dude Dober, but I still have to go with Terrence McKinney, man. I just think he's such a complete young special fighter, and I think you can get this fight to the ground and submit him. I really do. So that's why I picked Marcel. I'm going with a with a, uh, a bold one here. Terrence McKinney by submission, guys. Once again, that's what I'm doing I, here. I love but, to see him, man. I think he's a I great guy. It. So yeah. What's McKinney by submission? Plus four hundred. So you don't get plus eight hundred like he was against ZM, but I mean, for considering Dober's like very hard to knock out. I think we can all admit that he's got a great chin, but he's been submitted like five times, right? So I think he can get subbed out, and that's if McKinney's smart, he'll take him to the ground and fight there because. You know, on the feet, it's, it's a harder fight to win. Dober's a great striker, big power, and a good chin, so it's hard to win. But I just look at McKinney's ground game, too. He's not just a striker, Marcel, and we saw that. So got to go with Terrence McKinney, guys. That's my pick here. Let's go to some other comments here. Uh, Dober's on raid. I think McKinney's going to get it done, maybe. Uh, I think being short notice favors Rustin McKinney. There you go. Another one. McKinney had an accident. He won the biggest stars UFC, walking the walk, brothers pinned there. Just, yeah, McKinney's such a great fighter. Hey, Joseph, McKinney's special is going to win. I think Dover wins because of short notice, but McKinney gets when he's a real deal. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. You got another Terrence McKinney and another McKinney. You got a lot of McKinney's in the chat today. That's good. Listen, Marcel, I mean, Dover's very tough, very, very good fighter, but I was looking to fade against Rick Glenn. I like Terrence McKinney just as much as Rick Glenn, you know, so I got to go, go with him here. I wish he had the full camp just for this fight, but, you know, sometimes you don't get what you want. The thing <laughs> is, I really, I really like Terrence McKinney, man. I actually, um, you know, I don't have to, I, I don't, can be biased, but I actually hope he does it. But yeah, I, I just feel like it's maybe too early, man. That's no, it's I possible, think. man. It really could be possible. Like I was talking to James; he's a good friend of mine. Obviously, thought the same thing, you know. So I, I get it. Dober's tough; he's been around forever. But McKinney's very good. He's just very talented, and every time he fights, I just see a guy that could be a massive star, man. I really think this guy's special. We got another Terrence by sub. That's what I'm looking at, man. Again, Dober, that's the way Dober loses; he loses by sub. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Khalil Roundtree against Carl Robertson, light heavyweight division. Uh, Robertson moving up to light heavyweight, Marcel. We should mention that for this fight, I believe. He has fought at 205 before, but it's been a while. Um, odds for this one, minus 130, Carl Robertson, plus 110, Khalil Roundtree. So Roundtree is the underdog in this fight. What do you think about the odds? Um, I don't really personally really not agree with it. Do you? I think it's really like a competitive fight, but I mean, for me, Roundtree should be favored in this fight. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a little strange that you know the guy uh, is the underdog now. I mean, I don't think he opened as dog. Let me double check here. Roundtree opened at minus one seventy five. So the 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 odds have switched because people are betting on on Robertson. So give me your thoughts on this one. Super weird to me, man. Um, yeah. Um... I, I feel like that Roundtree, uh, if he's on, he's a very dangerous guy. You know what I mean? Um, we saw in the Bukowskis fight, a nasty kick. Um, but also in some fights before, man, in this knockout against Saki. Uh, it's, uh, it's great. He had a great fight against Eric Anders. Yeah? And, um, and he has a big win, actually, over Paul Craig. You know, that, that aged very well. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, if you look at Carl Robertson, 
Carl Robinson's best performance probably is his win against Roman Kopilov, man, or maybe his win yeah. against Dar Darren Stewart, but I think the Kopilov win is the biggest win of his uh, UFC yeah. career. I was really not impressed with Kopilov in that fight, but Robinson did great. He lost his last two fights. He's now back at light heavyweight. Um, I mean, I feel like a first-round knockout for round three is coming here, man. That's really what I feel, you know, and that's what I, what, when I was riding this, this uh, fight up, I was like, I think Roundtree has this one, you know. If Roundtree is focused and he can do what he normally does, he has this one. So I'm thinking Roundtree, man, first round. Yeah, they, they're both guys are like 500. You know, Robertson's four and five, and Roundtree's five, five, and one, no contest. So they're, they're both, you know, guys that are inconsistent. I just, I really haven't been high at all on Carl Robertson the whole time he's been in the UFC. He's been in the UFC for five years now. It's like, where's five years gone by with this guy? Like, he hasn't done much. Um, I agree with you. The Kopilov win was his best win because if you remember that fight, Marcel, he got poked in the eye really bad and yeah. probably could have stopped fighting, but decided to keep fighting and then submitted the guy. It was a great finish, like really nasty. So what's interesting is like he's also a striker, right? He's a glory striker, but he has a bit of a ground game um, offensively, but his submission defense is very weak. And it's been his weakness his whole career. So it's interesting, right? This guy's barely fought the last couple of years. What has he been working on? It's very interesting. Um, Khalil Roundtree, inconsistent as hell, Marcel. But when he's on, he's one of the best strikers. He saw against Bukowski's. I bet him on that fight as an underdog. I, I do favor him here as an underdog, but, you know, it's a different matchup. And I think I'm going to stay – I'm going to probably sit this one out. I'm leaning towards Roundtree, Marcel, but I'm probably going to sit this one out. I just – he's kind of due for a loss, like just based on the guy's track record. So, I don't know. I'm just – Roundtree's so inconsistent. Both guys are. Someone's going to win. This. Yeah, Someone will that's win. true. Someone will win this fight. I think Roundtree, but eh. – their bet honor gets right. I mean, I did win in his last fight, so Roundtree's hit or miss. I, I, uh, it's fight IQ is not very high. Either he sleeps or someone will sleep. True. Uh, gotta wait to see how Roundtree sounds during fight week. He's not trustworthy. Yeah, he's very like uh, flaky. I think that's the word to use with him. Roundtree gets a quick knock, leads his pace himself. Cardio be key. He goes after wrong one. I agree with that. I agree with that. So we both went the underdog though in that fight. It's just I don't know how confident I am in him. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like I'm kind of confident, but not like super, super confident either. Um, anyways, let's go to the next fight here. We got three left. Sodic Yusuf against Alex Caceres, boost me right. Yusuf minus two thirty-five, Caceres plus one ninety-five. What do you think? I'm pretty convinced of this fight. You know, um, I think Yusuf wins the fight. I think he's uh, he has much more. Uh, much more coming for him, you know, right now. I think Caceres, Caceres on a 5-5 win streak, I know that, you know. But if you look at those fights, the Choi fight, it's crazy he won that fight, you know, after that first round. Um, and he's been looking good. Got to give him credit for that. But I still don't buy it, you know, that he's going to... He's in the top 15, man. And he... And guys like Tapuria are behind him, you know. I know Tapuria is fighting lightweight next, but it's crazy to me, you know. Um Sodik Yusuf, I think he's a really solid guy. He lost his last fight against uh, Arnold Allen, but I mean Arnold Allen hasn't uh, hasn't done anything bad so far in the UFC. He's been looking really solid. Um, overall, I'm going with Yusuf, man. I, I I don't see a way for Caceres. Yeah, maybe if he, I don't even see him submitting him, man. So I, I would go with a decision for Yusuf, maybe even a finish. But I'm taking a decision here. Yeah, you know. Alex Caceres, I suck at picking his fights. I'm just going to go and say it. I think I'm 0-5 in his last five fights. <laughs> this guy is winning fights. I do not expect him to win. He's looking good. He's looking great. And some of these, the last fight was a great comeback. 
So at this point, I just can't bet on or against him. I'm just staying away from his fights. For me, Sonic Yusuf's far more talented fighter, and I, I expect him to win this fight. Probably decision Marcel, like you said, because Saris is very tough to hit, right? He's just hard to, to catch. Um, that's what I'm looking at in this one. But Caceres has just been surprising me, guys, and I just I'm not I'm not picking against him. I'm not going to bet against him, Marcel. I'm going to pick against him. I'm not going to bet against him. This is the pick for Sodiq. It's no bet for me. I'm staying away from this one. But I think Sodiq wins the decision. Sodiq. Sadiq, Sadiq, and Sadiq. So everyone's saying Sadiq. I agree, but we also have the same thing in Sun Wee Choi, too. <laughs> and, and yeah, you remember that one? So the guy's been looking good. I mean, he, he could surprise, right? He's, you know what, Marcel? I'll, I'll say this. I think he's more well rounded than Yusuf, you know? But if you can't get him down on the ground, it won't matter, anyways. Alex by submission. Interesting. Bruce Leroy. I mean, it's possible, right? If he wins, you think if he wins, it'd be by sub or decision or knockout? What do you think? If he won? Probably a sub. That's what Probably. I think too. So that's a plus a thousand, guys. Plus one thousand. It's a long shot that could be worth a shot because it seems like the way he would win this fight. I don't really see him being able to like outstrike uh, Yusuf, but he could catch him in like a rear naked choke if he dropped him or something. It's possible. It's gonna stay away from it though. All right, let's go to the co-main event. I actually have a really strong lead in this fight. I'll start this one off first though. Co-main event: Marlon Moraes against Song Yudong. Song Yudong minus two fifty. Marlon Moraes plus two ten. I love Song Yudong in this fight. This is a great matchup for him. This is a great line for him. Minus 250 is cheap. I, I think he should be a, a bigger favorite, if anything. I know Marais looked good against um, Marab for that first round, but once again, fell apart after that, guys. You know, he just falls apart. Car bad cardio after the first round. And, you know, look at a guy has been knocked on three straight fights. This is a guy you, you want to fade. And he's taking on Song Yudong, who is super young, 24 years old. He already has nine fights at the UFC, 7-1-1. One, and, one. and I've been really good at picking his fights. I'm picking them all, almost all correctly, including the loss to Phillips last year. So I have a great read on this guy. I think he's a great striker. He's the younger guy by far. Um, he should be the faster guy in this fight. As long as he doesn't get caught, he'll win the fight. I really like Song Yudong here, guys. I think minus 250 is a great line. And I think he wins by knockout as well. And the odds on that are plus 100. So not great odds, but I think he wins the fight by knockout. I will be looking to parlay here at minus 250. I really like Song Yudong in this fight. Give me your thoughts, man. So I've been going back and forth with this fight, to be really honest, man. Okay. Because, you know... I'm still not 100% convinced in Song Yadong, man, you know, and definitely not if it comes to his ground game, but I don't feel there's a big threat in the ground game in this fight, you know. Um, I expect it to keep it to, to both keep it standing, Marais. Actually, yes, he lost, I think he lost four of his last five, but actually yeah. he lost the fifth as well against Dude, Aldo. I was I at that fight against Aldo. I thought Aldo won the fight. That's my yeah. opinion. You did too, yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean, if you look at Song Yadong last time, he looked very good against Julio Arce, and I'm pretty high on Julio Arce. I think he's a great fighter. Um, before that, losing to Phillips, I mean, can happen. Phillips is a very good prospect in the division, you know. Um, I mean, Mariah is training now Tiger Muay Thai, so uh, I expect him to be a little bit more sharper than normally. But overall, I cannot go against Song Yadong again. You know, I would be stupid. You know, and. Uh, Song Yadong looked really good in his last fight. Um, I think he wins the fight, and I expect him to finish as well. So I'm going with a second-round KO for Song Yadong. I just looked at the props. Plus 300 first-round knockout, for, plus 550 second-round knockout. I go with first round, by the way. First round. Plus, plus 300, so for that, plus four, plus 550 for second round. So I think they both are possible. Song by first-round knockout, possible. Song Yadong, I think so. Dong by decision, hmm. Maybe. I, I don't know, though. I mean, this guy can get knocked out like, like really easily. 
most disrespected ranked fighter in the UFC gets through the storm. Magic Marlins easy. I think he wins too. I love Song. I'm not sure he can even punch him. Marab didn't win. He's never really shown a bad chin, right? Like, let me take a look here. Okay, so Song's never been dropped at all in the UFC. I don't think he's ever been hurt. I know Phillips beat him, honestly, but it was more like wrestling based approach. Um, you know, so I mean, Marlins got power. You can knock on anyone. I, I think that's fair to say too. But I just yeah. think Song's going to be hard to catch, man. He's so fast and young. I think the the, the biggest problem with Marlon is his cardio, man. It is. It's terrible, dude. After the first round, he falls apart. So yeah. I just – I can't thank on a guy like that. There's no way. You know, I, I could never – I don't want to pick a guy like that. This guy's Glenn picking Marais. Joe likes uh, – Joe likes Sadong. I really like Sadong. Sadong. I mean, I, this would be – like, there's always – there's fights. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, on this card – like Aldrich Robertson, I picked Aldrich, but it would surprise me if Robertson won. No, but I'll be honest with you, it would surprise me if Marais won. I think Sadong and Dong is a deserved big favorite in this fight. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, there's fights where you're like really surprised someone does win. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool to the main event. Let's just get to it now. I'd be surprised right now. I'm going to say it right now if Tiago Santos wins this fight. You know, the odds are minus 500, Ankalaya plus 400, Tiago Santos. And I'd be surprised if Santos won. I'd be really surprised. You know, you should mention, I, I tweeted this today, Marcel. FanDuel opened at minus 158 ankle. If you jumped on that line, you got a sick line. Now he's minus 500, minus 600 some places. Um, and I'll start this one off too, Marcel. I mean, I, I like, I love Magalai and Clive in this fight too. I mean, he should absolutely win this fight. Um, he's the better fighter at this point in their careers, more effective strike. I think it comes down to who's the more effective striker. And I think it's him. You know, I think it'll be a decently competitive kickboxing fight, but I expect ankle to land the harder strikes. And I'll be honest with you, Marcel, I know a lot of people are going to say a knockout, and it's possible. I'm looking at a decision, maybe. Um, I'm thinking this fight can go to five rounds. I think it could be like a tepid kind of kickboxing fight. It's like Ankalaya is not really like necessarily like a, a, a finisher against these higher-level guys. Um, and Santos showed against Walker. He has no problem going the distance. So I think it's going to go pretty long, and I'm leaning towards Ankalaya winning a decision. So what do you think, Marcel? Definitely with Ankalaev as well. You know, I always say, man, it cost him two years of his career, that first loss in the UFC, that he should have never lost against Paul Craig. Um, yeah, for, I, I honestly think that Ankalaev is going to be champion, man, within now yeah. and a year. That's really how good I think he is. And I think he finishes Santos as well, third round. Oh, TK. there you go. So you got a knockout. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Um, Ankalaev by knockout plus one. Round and pound. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, Santos has been—he's been knocked out a couple times, obviously. So it's possible. And remember, Musashi did to him. Like I said, I'm leaning towards the decision, but I like Ankalaev either way. I mean, this guy should win the fight. I, this fight is not. This is not a great main event, in my opinion, Marcel. I gotta be honest. I think some of the other fights in the card are better than this fight. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. So. But do you agree with me that this is a better card than the pay per view on paper? Last maybe the last card was okay, but you know we have to be we have to be honest, and I don't think it was the best pay per view. I wanted to show you guys something quickly. Just in yeah. case someone was doubting me. Yeah, FanDuel had him at minus 158 on January 10th. The next uh, day, they moved it to minus 240. The next day, they moved to minus 330. And then a month later, now it's at minus, or two months later, minus 500. So if you've gotten that early line, and it does pay to get in those early lines sometimes, I mean, that's a great line. Um, look at some other comments. Mega Med, most commonly picked the card. Yeah, and, and also, I'm sure you guys saw this, but Aaron Bronzer had that stat. Like 85% of fighters that have uh, Magomed in their last name win their fights in the UFC, which is insane. So it's pretty crazy, actually. Marlon, oh, he's going with Marlon? Uh, we'll see, we'll see. I'm uh, going under, yeah, maybe. I, I think it goes long, though, personally. Uh, Magomed and Santos slug it out. Thinking it could win, possible. They could have fourth round knockout, maybe. Do you think fight will, fight will get, yeah, so I think Fireline, uh, Aren't they going back in June or no? Is that is that fight in June? Oliveira Gaethje? Is that a fight? Island? 
that's uh, no, that's not what uh, Oliveira Gaethje is, and um, is that a Phoenix? Sorry, I meant to say Glover and uh, sorry, I meant to say Glover. They moved the cart. That's probably in Glover Singapore. Glover and 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 Yuri. That's a fine island. Probably in Singapore, man. Oh, it's Singapore. Okay, yeah, I remember seeing that. Okay, so they're going international. Anyways, so that's it for t- today. The podcast, the, the preview for this. We'll we'll do Bellator and, and really quickly here and uh, PFL quickly, I guess. But I think this card's decent, Marcel. I mean, there's some really high level fights, especially on the early part of the card. I think, and uh, I love I love the main card. I, I actually just think that it's. I don't know if this fight needs to be five rounds. You know, some some of these fights I don't think need to be five rounds. You know, and this one yeah. is. Like that one last week, I'm not sure where you say. You know what I think? They finally got the main card right, man. The fights that should be on the main card are yes. on the main card, you know, and yeah. that doesn't happen often. They did, so we gotta give him credit on that one. I, yeah. I think that's fair too. Although, for instance, like Bastorat and Jones should be a sick fight, and that true, true. Been, but I guess you would take off Roundtree and Robertson, maybe. I mean, it's yeah. just a good card. Anyways, let's get into uh, Bellator quickly, Marcel. Not we're not gonna break it all down, but just want to get your thoughts on a couple of the fights here, Marcel. Um, this guy Mads Burnell, he's yeah. so underrated. And I tweeted yesterday, like, why the fuck did the UFC get rid of this dude? Like, I don't get yeah. it. Like, there's a bunch of idiots, man. I mean, you saw that fight against Arnold Allen. Yeah. He was dominating Arnold Allen, but yes. Allen got that Hail Mary uh, ninja choke out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and he won the fight, but he was dominating Arnold Allen. You know, just so stupid, you know, but yeah. yeah. Um, this is your quick pick. Uh, the odds for this one. Uh, Mads Burnell is the favorite here, minus two fifteen, plus one seventy. Adam Borch. I mean, it's a great fight. The winner gets a title shot, I believe. But Burnell's grappling. You got to lean his way. But man, I really like uh, Borch too. So it's it's an interesting fight. But I mean, Borch did lose to um, Darren Caldwell with the grappling, right? So that's kind of where I'm looking at here. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm picking Mads Burnell as well. I think Burnell has a, can be a champion in Bellator for sure. You know, Dude, this guy would be top fifteen in the UFC right now. He'd be lots top fifteen. Marcel, like he would yeah. be top fifteen. He I would agree be. with you. I, let me ask you a question: Who would you pick to win, Mads Burnell or Alex Caceres? Mads Burnell. Yeah, me too. So would I. So, but I, I always, but I, but I'm a, I'm a shitty picker with Alex Caceres as well. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We should use a different example. <laughs> Phil Davis versus Julius and Glickus. Yeah. Uh, Phil Davis minus two twenty five and Glickus plus two fifty. I expect Phil to just out wrestle him. Really, That's what mm-hmm. I think happens. You think so? Yeah. I think yeah. it'll be a very boring fight. Yeah, that's why I think it's gonna be very boring too. Johnny Eblen minus three fifty against John Salter plus two sixty. You know, Eblen's been looking amazing, right? Um, but Canelo, finally, yeah, he gets a good opponent here, yeah. John Salter. I'm not sure about this one, man. I got to be honest with you. I think John Salter's really good. He's a great grappler, and I think he's got a chance in this fight. The odds, you know, they're high because Eblen all his fights have been he's been a huge favorite, so I'm not surprised by them. But I like John Salter a lot, Mark. Another guy that got screwed by the UFC a little bit, Marcel. Yeah. He went only two and got cut. You know, he's a guy that's really good, I think. Uh, what do you think? Who's going to win this one? Yeah, listen, man. I said it to uh, to Santiago. I do a Bellator preview show with. He's very on Johnny Eblen. I was like, dude, guy hasn't fought really legit opponent so far, you know? Yeah. And just finally, now he's going to get a legit opponent. And he gets a really good guy in the division, you know, Salter. We know Salter. I think he only lost to Musashi and to Lovado Jr. in Bellator. Yeah. Um ha- I would go with Salter, man. If Eblen wins this fight, this is a really big win, and he becomes a player in the division, I think. so. Yeah. Um, but I think Salter will win the fight, to be really honest. The odds are a little off on this one, guys. And, and I say this to someone who like really likes John Eblen. He's an awesome prospect. Yeah, he's he is. He's destroying everyone. Like, there's no doubt about it. But this is a this is a step up, I mean, for the guys he's been fighting. This um, is not just a step up. This is a huge step up from the guys who he's fighting, man. Like, there's a guy on, on yeah. 
on the list of guys that he beat is named Tyler Lee. That's the guy in my bowling alley is the same name. He beat the guy at my bowling alley, guys. I'm just kidding. It's a different guy, but no, I'm kidding. Honestly, his his resume is not bad either. He has some good wins too. Like Travis Davis is not bad. Colin Huckbuddy, Taylor Johnson is not bad. Not bad at all, but Salter is a big step up, man. It's a former title contender. He's a great fighter. So interesting fight. And then the last one here on the main card, we got uh, JJ Wilson against Gadji Rabadanov. And JJ's uh, minus one, sorry, actually Rabadanov's the favorite, minus 165. JJ Wilson plus 135, moving up to uh, 155 pounds. I don't know about this weight class for this guy. I think at 145, he had something going. This is a tougher weight class for him against bigger guys. I don't know, Marcel. I, I, I still think JJ's really like talented and. Honestly, I would lean towards him as an as an underdog because he opened at plus, minus two hundred. So you're getting it as a plus money underdog now. It's not bad, but you know, Gazzy's pretty talented, man. It's a tough fight. What are you thinking? Yeah, man, difficult one to choose. You know, I'm looking forward to see what the JJ Wilson does in this division. Yeah. But uh, Robert Donov isn't a bad fighter, so um, yeah, will be will be will be an interesting fight, but. I'm not sure who I'm picking here, so uh, I have to think about it. No, no worries, no worries. And then there's some other fights that I mean, we don't have the time to get into all these fights, but like that Jose Augusto guy that fought Rumble Johnson last year, he's yeah. fighting on this card. Uh, Yamauchi's fighting Anderson. You also have some That's prospects. Canceled. Like Which fight? Yamauchi Anderson? Got yeah. Okay. okay. Deanna Avsa Bogova, she's fighting. Uh, we got Roman Feraldo. So there's some good prospects on the card. Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to check it out. I don't know why it's on Saturday though. It's at the same time as the UFC, so yeah. it's just stupid. It's just really stupid they do that. Um, anyways, and then the other thing I was going to mention quickly, um, LFA, the main event was supposed to be that Jonas Billerino guy, and he's I think he's still on the card. But did the opponent change now? Is that what happened? Yeah. Or, okay, yeah. So it's, the, go ahead. His actual opponent had two aneurysms, or or what was that? And. Uh, the doctor pulled him, and now he's fighting. Let me check. I, I saw it for a second. I saw it too. I don't know who it was. but He's now fighting Jose, Jose Delano. Yeah, Jonas should win, guys. He's You know, this card is awesome, by the way. I don't know how many people here watch LFA. I try to when I can, but this is a great card. It's in Brazil. It's actually in Brazil, yeah. this one, Marcel. All the fighters are Brazilian, and yeah. I think there's going to be some really good prospects that come out of this card. Also, the co-main event, this guy, Gabriel Bonfim, he should win too. He's a good fighter. The only other thing I want to mention quickly was PFL before you got out of here. Um, we had the 145ers this week, and actually some interesting fights like Boston Salmon's actually on this card. So I don't know if you looked at the card. Um, yeah. This guy, Ronaldo Exon, should win his fight, I would I would say. He should win his fight. It should be interesting. Is there any fight that stands out for you in that card? I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but is there anything that stands out for you? Um, Not, not really stand out, but, uh, I mean, uh, those are some interesting fights. You know, like you said, Boston Salmon is interesting. That that, that fighter he's fighting, the Dogyam Lee guy, I think he, he wasn't the UIA Warriors champion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he, he's a pretty decent guy. So that's a fun fight. I, I would definitely check that one out. And um, yeah, that's the one I should check out. Doug Yum Lee against Boston Salmon. Yeah. Last thing I want to mention was Eagle FC before we get out of here. Um, the card Kevin actually Lee. is pretty decent. It's Kevin Lee and Diego Sanchez. And obviously, we do have odds for that. Um, bias 800 plus 500. I mean, Kevin Lee should win the fight. So, <laughs> any, any thoughts on it? Every. If Kevin Lee loses this fight, I mean, what can we say? You know, that would be crazy, to be really honest. I expect Kevin Lee to win this fight, obviously. Right. And uh, isn't uh, Empa also fighting on this card? Yeah, I'm just going to look at some other guys who are on the card. You got um, uh, Rizvan Kuniev guy that had that really boring fight in contender series. Mm -hmm. Anthony Hamilton, former UFC fighter, should win that fight. Ray Borg's fighting Bendis, he should win. 
Um, they had some other guys like uh, that Raymond Magomed Laev guy who just beat Anthony Njikwani. He's fighting Impa Kasangani, I think. Yeah. I think that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he should win that fight probably. And then you also have like Daryl Hortus on the card, Nashon Burrell, Irm Rivera, Ronnie Marks. There's a lot of former UFC fighters. Ryder Newman. A lot of guys. Oh, it's wow. actually a good uh, card, eh? Irm Rivera is on the card. Okay. Yeah, the, the guy who tried to kill his sister, right? Yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't be fighting, I don't think, man. That guy's got some... He's got some issues he's got to take care of. Overall, yeah, also, though, I mean, it's not bad. Aliskarov is on the card. That's great for a great prospect as well. Um, and funny that Daryl Horcher is on the card, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, the guy who fought Khabib on short notice back then, remember? <clears throat> I know. I agree. All right, I think that's going to be it for today. Let me get these comments, though, before we get out of here. I'll be fair to you guys and get these comments. Uh, actually, you got quite a few here. Guys taking Boric, Kachiro. What do you guys thought? Okay, well, they get these comments and I'll get out of here. We got, we'll go for a few more minutes. What are your thoughts on Pereira constantly talking about with Israel? He wants to see him fighting. I think it'd be a good fight. I don't know who would win. Israel's probably more. Actually, if they fight, I think Israel might try to take him down. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're actually going to fast track Alex yeah. Pereira if he wins at the, on Saturday. I mean, it's the opening fight in the card, right? So, like, they, yeah. they want the, someone to get a, a big win. Burdown match by Ali Adelzi's. A shock they caught him. I don't know why they caught him. He's really good. Bellator stupidly going on the same day as UFC. It's so stupid, man. He's a beast. He is good. He is good. Um, uh, great style, Mitchell. Silas and Madrid. That's why I stick with them. Would you bet on any of these to be champion of the year? Kamaya. Yeah, we talked about Kamayev, actually. We talked about him. Uh, like, Remember that podcast we did like January like 1st-ish? We did like uh, future bets and stuff. We talked about Kamayev. was a guy we both liked. Um, are we both like Kamayev as well? I mean, he's not, yeah, the odds are good. And Marina's maybe, maybe. I don't even know if she'll get a title shot, though. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good fights this week, man. Oh yeah, one championship as well. I forgot about that one as well. I mean, there's a lot of cards. And Victor so, as well on Wednesday. And Victor too. I mean, there's a lot of fights, guys. So, you know, it's a great weekend if you want to bet on fights. And we got Marcus saying good two hour show. Nah, I gotta go, man. I gotta have dinner and see my daughter. Let's get out of here, Marcel. Uh, we'll pack it up. Plug your stuff. Let's get out of here. Big Marcel twenty four on Twitter and Instagram and, and uh, Eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section. Guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast, mmadamartinpodcast.com, podcasts on our YouTube channel, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those places you can find it. I put like the list of it underneath the uh, the page where I, I post the video and stuff. Check that out. MiamiNews.com for some news, and then bookies.com. got my best bets. I'll come out tomorrow for this card. Looking forward to that. A lot of people reading it, which is really good. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys joining in today. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. should be a good card. I'm looking forward to it. Back Monday, 5 p.m. East with Marcel, and we'll recap what happened. Hopefully, I went 14 on my picks, but we'll see what happens. Have a great weekend, guys. Peace.